Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Enviro People. I'm your host, Issa M, and today we're talking about seven things people can do to help reduce their impact. First off, we're talking about the three R's, reduce, reuse, and recycle. This is probably the easiest things that you can do and probably the most uh, efficient and helpful. The first of the three R's is reduce. We need to start reducing our waste uh, and the use of our water to help our environment. The first thing we can do to help reduce our waste is to stop using single-use plastics. These are plastics that are found in, uh, that are only used once and can be found in plastic utensils and additionally single-use straws. If you're talking about saving the turtles, that's what they're talking about is this, the single-use straws, the plastic straws that uh, end up in the ocean and in landfills that create a ton of waste. Um, additionally, it may be a little bit harder, but try to look out for paper uh, paper products or more compostable products. This um, immediately limits the amount of single-use plastics that you are buying and consuming and eventually wasting, uh, producing in waste. So if you look out for paper and compostable products, that helps limit the amount of um, single-use plastics and the amount of waste you produce. Additionally, you can also use compo composting. If you're talking about paper and compostable products, um, product packaging, you can put that into your compost bin or into your soil and that can be used as composting and help reduce the amount of waste you, you produce. Another, another way you can help reduce your waste is to buy in bulk. I know a lot of uh, companies nowadays like Costco, Sam's Club, even Amazon if need be, produce a lot of a lot of products in bulk and this limits the amount of pa packaging they need to produce all these products. So instead of buying a three package pair of socks, you can buy a six pack and it limits the amount of packaging you need because instead of packaging for three, which is a lot smaller, you're packaging for six. So there's less less packaging needed. Another way is to bring in reusable bags. I know Everybody pretty much goes to the grocery store and needs to hold their groceries. A way to limit the amount of waste that they use from taking out all their, the single-use bags, the single plastic bags that are given to you at the grocery store, bring in your own reusable bags. They only cost a few bucks and they're super durable, they last years, and depending on how well you maintain them, and um, and they help reduce amount, a whole bunch of waste from every single time you're taking a singular plastic bag every single time you need to take your groceries out. So bring in reusable bags. It helps reduce a ton of waste and it is better for the environment. Lastly, you can donate your old clothes and appliances. This is honestly probably one of my favorites just because you're not only reducing your waste and not throwing all your old clothes and appliances in the trash, but you're also helping people out. You're donating them to secondhand stores like Savers or the homeless shelters and the people in need. This drastically limits the amount of waste you use because textiles like clothing and and other appliances that are old create a lot of um, space in the landfill. And instead of instead of doing that, you're helping people out and uh, and giving it to them. So killing two birds with one stone in that aspect. The other thing that we need to help reduce, talking about reducing, is reducing our water use. I live in Las Vegas and it's a huge deal here because we live in the desert and everybody is very water conscious. One of the biggest things is the amount of time you spend in your shower. For even 10 minutes 
are over 10 minutes of shower time, you're using hundreds of gallons of water, which is a ton. That's like a ton of water. If you're not ta talking about hundreds of gallons of water, it's massive. So just try to be quick. Try to limit the amount of water you use. Obviously, we're not telling you to like take a shower in like two minutes because it's usually not as feasible, but just be conscious of it and try to reduce the amount of water you use. Additionally, washing clothes takes a ton of water. You can limit the amount of water you use by first washing your clothes less. I know this might sound not as hygienic or appealing, but it actually um, decreases the durability of your clothes as it strips it from its color and since it's constantly cycling and moving through the washing machine, it um, it causes the fabric to lessen in quality. So by washing your clothes less, in turn, actually is beneficial to your clothes and it reduces the amount of water you use. Obviously, you're going to have to wash your clothes regardless, So, but when you do, make sure that you use heavy loads. Try to cram in as much as many clothes as you can into the washing machine. Obviously, don't get them wrinkled, but you want to pretty much get the most out of the amount of water you're using. Don't use light loads. Use heavy loads because heavy loads use the amount, same amount of water pretty much and wash more clothes than if you were to use a light load. Lastly, the last one of the last things you can do to help reduce the amount of water you use is to hand wash your dishes instead of using a dishwasher. The best way to wash dishes and to use the least amount of water is actually just to fill up your whole sink with water and then plug in the drain stopper and that way there's a big basin of water that you use and it stops the faucet from running and continuing water use. This way you wash your dishes and the only time you need to um, use a faucet is to rinse off the suds and then you can let it air dry. If you hand wash your dishes but let the faucet run, it honestly uses as much or even more water than you, than you would use as in a, with a dishwasher. So just be mindful of that. Try to implement this in your home of just using a basin of water and washing off your dishes and only rinsing them off to clear off the suds of soap and air dry. Dishwashing uses a ton of water because you're are trying to wash tons of dishes at the same time. So if you have to, just be mindful of it. If you have to use a dishwasher, just be mindful of it. And again, try to do heavy loads. You don't want to only wash three dishes at a time and use hundreds of gallons of water. Wash like 20 or 30 dishes at a time, right? So just be mindful of that. Try to use the least amount of water when you're dishwashing, when you're washing your clothes, and when you're washing yourself when you're showering. Alrighty, for the second R is reuse. It is pretty very important and honestly goes along with the reducing the amount of waste you use. So obviously a lot of pe it's kind of popular now and a lot of people use it is using reusable water bottles, coffee mugs, and utensils. It will save you a whole bunch of money in the future because you're not buying a plastic water bottle every single time you need water. And um, it reduces a ton, it reduces a lot of the amount of waste you produce because every single time you drink that whatever, that water bottle, that you have to throw it away, or hopefully you recycle it, but still, that's still a lot of waste you're using instead of using a reusable water bottle and you're limiting the, the amount of waste and you don't have to pay as much for every single time you buy water. Additionally, you can borrow or rent items. I know a lot of times people like to experiment and do things 
experiment and do new things, which is awesome. Totally encourage it. But be mindful and think ahead a little bit and see how often you're going to use that item. Usually, it's more beneficial financially and environmentally to borrow or rent an item. So you're not buying something brand new that it has to be produced new. And you won't use it very much and have to throw it away. So be mindful of what you're doing and what you're, how much you'll be using this item and see if it's more beneficial to borrow rent. Additionally, kind of going along with borrowing and renting is to repair your items. A lot of things break nowadays and um, it's easier, we find it easier to just buy a whole new thing and throw away the old one when if you take a second, that's honestly a, a lot of, uh, has a great environmental impact to throw away something first off and then buy something and have all that packaging that we talk about single-use single use plastics in packaging and create and have something new instead you can just repair it and it'll might not be good as new but it'll be close to it you can look up a quick youtube video or ask a friend to help you repair an item instead of brand, buying a brand new item the last of the three R's is recycle, and probably the one we hear and use the most. There has been a lot of awareness now of the use of recycling, and you see plenty of recycle bins and whatnot. So try, we encourage you to use those as much as possible, and throw away recyclable plastics, paper, glass, and metals, so that way we are recycling them instead of just throwing them in the landfill. And the other thing that goes along with that is to not contaminate the recycle bins either. We don't want to throw in our own waste and trash into it because it kind of defeats the whole purpose and doesn't allow those items in the bin to be recycled. Additionally, another way you can recycle different items is when you upgrade your electronics, recycle your old ones. I know a lot of, um, a lot of companies now, a lot of uh, telephone service companies allow you to trade in your old phone for a new one. This allows the materials in your old phone to be recycled, like the precious metals and electronics inside your phone, to be recycled and used later instead of just thrown away. So make sure that you're mindful of that and try to recycle your electronics as much as possible so we're not wasting any of the precious metals and electronics in them. Additionally, you can recycle or upgrade old and broken items. Um, kind of going back to the composting or just in general, just being crafty. If you have any older broken items, you can always use them to put in your in your garden as they can be de decomposable or to hold or to be containers for other things. So, yeah. So that's that's the the last of the three R's is recycle. I will be going over more. I'll be going more in depth into these three R's in a future episode. So look out for it. Anyways, onto the second thing you can do to help reduce your impact is to conserve energy. This kind of goes along to, along the side of reducing in the sense that you're trying to reduce the amount of energy you use or conserve it in that sense. So we encourage you to turn off the lights when you leave a room. This is massive, this is huge. You use a ton of electricity all the time. So if you turn off the lights when you're not using it, it, it conserves and reduces a lot of energy. Additionally, unplugging appliances when they're not in use. This kind of goes along to the same thing as soon as you finish charging your phone, just unplug the charger from the wall and you're conserving a whole bunch of energy. Additionally, weatherize your home and make it more energy efficient. You can do this by buying energy efficient light bulbs and appliances so that they're using the mo maximizing the amount of energy that they have. And first of all, 
decreasing the amount of uh, energy you're using and decreasing your energy bill. So look out for energy efficient appliances and light bulbs. Also, uh, washing your clothes in cold water and air drying them whenever possible. Going back to the idea of water and reducing your water use, you also can use cold water instead of hot water because um, it reduces the amount of energy you use because the, the water heater doesn't have to heat up your water to, to, to wash your clothes in hot water. And when you air dry your clothes, you're reducing the amount of energy use because you're not using a dryer and you're air drying them, which is the natural way, and hopefully uh, will allow your clothes to be less wrinkled in the, long <laughs> in the long run. Additionally, consider installing solar panels uh, or a heat pump so that you reduce the amount of reliance on fossil fuels and you change more to renewable energy. This actually does produce a whole bunch of energy and um, reduces the amount of energy consumption that you use. Also, Set your thermostat to a higher temperature in the summer and a lower temperature in the winter. It's a huge deal, especially in places as hot as Las Vegas and probably as cold as the Northeast, is to limit the amount of ACR heating you're using. This produces a ton of energy. Th yeah, this produces a ton of energy, and you can simply um, buy a fan or perhaps use more blankets and um, and it's cuddling up, just wearing more layers inside your house instead of turning on the heat. The third thing you can do to limit your impact is to limit the amount of driving you're doing. Uh, this not only limits the amount of electricity and stuff you're using with the uh, use of your car, but also on the other side of things, it limits the amount of air pollution you're creating. As we know, cars create a ton of CO2 emissions and it's very detrimental to the environment as it is a greenhouse gas and helps warm the environment, which is not what we want. So instead of driving, you could always walk a bike or take public transportation. This not only increases your exercise, walking or biking, um, but also is beneficial to the environment. Additionally, public transportation is mainly available in a lot of big cities and usually is pretty cheap or even free to use. So look out for your public transportation in your area. Additionally, carpool or van pool with your coworkers or friends. I know me specifically, I carpool with my friend every single morning to go to school. So that limits the amount of CO2 that I'm emitting because I'm not taking my own car and my friend's car to go to the same place. So whenever possible, try to carpool, walk, bike, or use public transportation. Additionally, if you're uh, able to do it, Try to telecommute. Try to work from home. This limits the travel in, in all aspects. You don't have to walk, bike, use public transportation, carpool or van pool, or even take your own car because you're working from home. And this limits literally all the, the CO2 emissions that you'd be using and traveling to your job. Additionally, consider buying, if it's feasible, an electric or hybrid car. Um, we're talking about reducing our our use of electricity, but that produces a lot less carbon emissions than a gas-powered car. So consider buying a electric or hybrid car. The fourth thing you can do to help limit your impact is to eat less meat. Meat production actually is a major contributor to climate change because the production of meat, especially cow-related meat, produces lots of methane through the cow's waste and cellular respiration. This is super harmful to the environment because methane is even a greater causer to climate change than CO2, as it has 
as it is even a worse uh, greenhouse gas than CO2. Uh, by limiting your consumption of meat, you're also helping out that the atmosphere because you're limiting the amount of toxic greenhouse gases in the aspect of the actual production of the meat um, and also the transportation of the meat, which we'll talk about here. So first off, you can reduce the amount of uh, meat you eat into smaller portions and choosing less processed meats. The production of meat and the processing of it Creates uh, it uses a lot of energy and creates a lot of emissions. So if you can use more less processed meats, more organic and raw, and uh, eat smaller portions, so you won't be buying as many meats. Additionally, choose meats that are raised in in a sustainable way. You can usually find it at your supermarket, organic, or um, or usually says you know this is produced sustainably, and this will alert you to hopefully encourage you to buy this type of meat instead of other that are more processed. Additionally, buy from your local um, and organic, local and organic, like I said, lo local because there won't be as much transportation as possible and organic meat because they're usually farmed in a more sustainable way. Additionally, eat more plant-based meals. This limit, this uh, stops the whole idea of uh, eating meat in the first place because it's plant-based. So. Uh, and usually they are as good, if not um, better, for the environment and produce the, and create the same amount of protein. Furthermore, try eating a vegetarian or vegan diet a few days a week. Try to get out of your comfort zone a little bit and try to try out some plant-based meals and some vegetarian diets. I myself am pescatarian, and I so that means I'm pretty much eat seafood and I'm vegetarian so I eat a lot of fish and shrimp but I don't eat any meat so try your best try to look out for some vegan and vegetarian meals so that you're not producing or eating as much meat the fifth thing you can do is to su support sustainable businesses um, when you shop and choose, choose businesses that are committed to protecting the environment Look, uh, like the previous um, example of eating less meat, look to buy from local farms. Again, this reduces a ton of the um, CO2 emissions because you don't have to travel to get to your food. The food doesn't have to travel to get to you, pretty much. So try to buy from local farms. Look for products that are made from sustainable materials, like we talked about previously about paper and composting materials. Look for um, products that are made from bamboo, recycled plastics, and organic cotton. These limit the amount of impact that they have on their environment because they aren't plastic and they don't create as much waste as plastic does. You can also choose products that are produced in a sustainable way. I know fair trade is an amazing um, example of this in that they produce and sell products made from um, made from people who are creating them in, su in a sustainable way, keeping the environment in mind, and overall, just better for the environment. Also, try to buy countries made in your own um, in your own country or region as much as possible. Again, along the aspects of transportation, you want to keep it local so that you're not transporting and using cars and planes and whatnot to get your food closer to you get your food or a products closer to you. Um, the sixth thing you can do to help reduce your impact is to get involved in your community. There are many ways to be involved as an environmental activist. First, 
You can volunteer for an environmental organization. You can attend protests. You can write to elected officials about environmental issues. Um, you can sign petitions online. I know me and my friends have looked at petitions on petitions online. They're super simple and easy to do. You pretty much just write your name and your email and sign up for them or sign them. And it helps um, bring more awareness to uh, environmental issues and help stop um, harmful, harmful acts that are happening to our environment. Additionally, the first thing, instead of even before writing to elected officials about environmental issues, is voting for, um, for elected officials, for politicians that align with your environmental views. So I encourage you to vote and look to look at all your um, policymakers and and vote for the ones that will align with your will align better with your environmental views and have the same ideas going in the future. Donating to environmental organizations. There are tons of organizations nowadays that will gladly take donations, and I encourage you to do so. To look out, do a quick Google search, look up where you can donate. There are plenty of organizations that probably align with your views and your values and uh, I encourage you to look at them and to donate to them. The last thing you can do and if the three R's aren't as important this definitely is the most important thing you can do is to educate yourself and others about environmental issues. The more we know about the problems the better we can do to solve them. So uh, we, uh, we can share what we learn with our friends, family, and community. First off, like listening to this podcast, this is an educational podcast, this is the whole point of the podcast, is to educate people about the environment, about environmental things, anything related to it really, and just try to teach everybody or to make them more aware of things that are going on. So listening to the podcast is educating yourself. Please share and like this, this pod, please share this podcast to others so that they are also enlightened about uh, environmental issues and things they can do to help out the environment. Look up different organizations to contribute to. Along the same ideas of donating to an, or, an environmental organization, you can also volunteer and help them out in any way. So look up different organizations to help, to, to help out. Um, also, find news about the environment and see what you can do to help. The whole idea is to being aware and trying to help solve the problems that are happening. So look out to different organizations and see what you can do to help. Uh, read books, articles, read books and articles about environmental issues. The whole idea is to be educated. So look at different news, look at different articles and books about the environment or different environmental issues and see what you can do. Along the lines um, of this is watching documentaries. I know National Geographic, especially on Disney Plus and stuff, are massive about this. They have plenty of documentaries about the environment and things that are happening. So look out for those. I encourage you to watch them. They're honestly a lot of fun to see the little animals and critters running around. And yeah, so look, look watch different documentaries about environmental issues. Uh, you can talk to your friends and family about environmental issues and encourage them to make changes in their own lives. I just pretty much gave you um, seven different things that you can do to help limit your impact. So please share this with your friends and family and try to encourage them to make small changes in their daily lives, like just taking a little, uh, taking a shower that um, that takes a little bit less time, or perhaps eating um, not eating meat one day of the week. Simple things like this. 
are exactly what we need to start doing and implementing in our lives so that we're reducing um, the impact that we have on the environment. Every little bit helps, so we encourage you to use these uh, tools and these steps that, uh, that we talked about today to help reduce your impact on the environment. Alrighty, that about wraps it up, guys. Thank you so much for coming for listening to our fourth um, episode of Enviro People. I hope to see you next time. Have a great day.